This is FM 100.5, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. This is going to be a great day because Thomas Booker's on and, and uh He's the number one expert on America's game, and of course that's baseball. <laughs> and I, Thomas, I, I was uh, watching the Grapefruit League going on yesterday. They're they're uh, practicing and getting ready for the season, and uh, I don't think I've ever looked more forward to a season than I have this time. Not that my favorite teams are. <laughs> here uh anymore with the yankees with mantle and and uh you like the twins you like the twins actually more now than i think you twins, ever did twins and match yeah but, but you have uh, a a family a uh, harman killebrew's family that are very special to you they are they are and i was talking to harman's son kenny yesterday watching the ball game and the the twins were on playing the red Sox. yeah and I think it was like nine to one in like the fourth inning, Red Sox. So I turned it off. And I thought maybe the Twins things. might have a good team this year. Well, of course, you can't tell in preseason. Grapefruit League. You get those third and fourth string fellas in, you know, from single A ball. You yeah. Know, getting some workouts. You mostly follow major league, don't you? Do you do you ever follow any of the college programs like MTSU and Tennessee Vanderbilt? Uh, Not so much. Yeah. I might watch some in the playoffs, but, you know, I just like the official stats. You are a stats man. I like stats. Is that, They're fun. Is that one of the things that draws you to baseball? Because it is a stats game. I think so. I think if I had a – I think if they had used uh, baseball and algebra in the ninth grade, I probably wouldn't have gotten an F. <laughs> You got an F in algebra. You got to be kidding me! I didn't like it. Didn't well, I didn't particularly it. like it at all, but I wanted to pass. I'm still trying to figure some of it out. Yeah. <laughs> now tell me how uh, the funeral home. We're talking about Woodfin's funeral home. Yes, sir. Tell me how that's going, and how is how has it been affected during this last year? It's been a it's been a challenge. I mean, right now we're pretty much back to you know things as normal. Yeah. Uh, still can't have food brought in the funeral home. They just say it's a health hazard with the whole COVID as far as, you know, people gathering in the kitchen. That's crappy. You mean you can't even get cornbread anymore? The Woodfin's cornbread? It is unavailable right now. I it, don't know if they'll ever bring it back or not. 
It, uh, of course, it, I, I, I'm sure it it will be. I, I I know the recipe is there. Right. That Bubba left, but it, it really bothers me how much impact the COVID virus has made on visitations and mm-hmm. people wanting to have their funerals. You know the way we've always had them here. Sure. And uh, it's a. Uh, it has to impact the way that you guys deal with everything. Last April and May, it was really bad, and it was stuff that you know none of us had ever seen. Of course, Mr. Woodfin, who was still alive at the time, yeah, I, he was taken away by it because you know we were having it to where we had to meet every family over the phone or through computer, and could not have anyone in the funeral home except. Well, no one in the funeral home, but then going to the cemetery, it was a maximum of 10 people. Yeah. And that's what the cemeteries were putting forth. Who makes up those rules and all the things that you have to live by? Because I have a, you know me, I have a real problem with all this crap. I I like the herd mentality. I still believe all this would be over with if we had let everybody just go out and be normal and do their thing. I, I... yeah, I think the, I, I guess the thing is though is no one was, you know, a hundred percent sure how deadly that could be. So last year, you know, all you the just precautions. keyed on it. Nobody is absolutely sure no. of what what is going to occur if they go back to the normality of things. But we can't just continue on to to be hiding in our uh, uh, foxholes or all those type things. No, I mean, I agree. I don't like wearing a face covering. But like I told you last time, I'm a germaphobe from the get-go and always have been, you know. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, you know, doing what I do at the funeral home, I go home and, you know, don't wear my shoes in the house and always wash my hands. and. Oh, you got to be kidding what? me. What? How in the world could you do that and work in a funeral home? What are you talking about? I mean, how, man, no, I'm get, just saying I've get a, a backbone, Thomas. Well, no, Good God. but I'm just always precaution. You know, I take caution. You know, strange diseases and stuff like that some people might have. You're like the little girl that was in that movie <laughs> that she grew up in a funeral home. Bless her heart. It's funny. We watched it last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's a great movie. Yeah. I feel like Dan Aykroyd some days. That, that's a well. I I I, I, I like the little girl. She was precious in that movie. My girl. Yeah. It's a good movie though. Now no, you do no everything at the it. funeral home, don't you? I do. I embalm and I cremate, and I meet families. I like meeting families the most. I think. Do you when you do all the embalming and all those things, mm-hmm. and you know the person? I, you probably have known everybody that. You've had in the last five to ten years. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. I embalmed my grandmother when she passed away. Now, how in the world? I can remember when my grandmother died, Mama Jones, and uh, I was there when she passed away. And uh, I think Jerry came over, and uh, they were going to lift her and put her on the, the the little thing that they carry out. And I said, no, I've got to do that. And, of course, Bless her heart. It really bothered me. Uh, it, death is bad. I mean, it really is. But when it's somebody really close to you that's right. been there your whole life, it, it, it's pretty tough. So I don't know how you can stand doing that. 
I think just seeing somebody suffering, knowing that if they go on ahead and just go, they won't be yeah. suffering anymore. Yeah. It makes it easy for me. Versus somebody that, you know, here one minute, gone the next. I mean, you, the shock, I guess, more or less. How old was your grandma? Uh, one was 80, and the other was uh, 78. Yeah. They were tough back then. They went through a lot of stuff without all the medicines and everything that we have today. I know dates and everything, but when it comes to my grandparents, sometimes I forget things. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just so connected to them. You know, you miss will them you stuff be, like will, that. Will you embalm me? If you want me to. Well, I I, I don't care. I'll give you I mean, a clean I, shave. I'm, I'm gone anyway. Do what? <laughs> I'll give you a clean shave. Oh, you do the shaving yeah. and everything? Make you look good. Yeah. Do y'all still have somebody that comes over and does the hair and uh, all that other stuff? My buddy that cuts my hair, though, he says he won't come to the funeral home and cut mine, so I have to get it while I'm living. Well, it doesn't matter to me because I don't want you opening up my casket. I think I put it in there. you got to let the boys look at you, though, don't you? Well, they'll see me before you do all that stuff, I guess. No, we'll have to have I, you in the casket. I don't want them, I want them to, to remember me like I was. Your Mickey Mantle yeah, yeah. jersey or something. Have you got a Mickey Mantle jersey? Yeah, you wore it one time. That's right, I did. Number seven. That would be, be great. Mickey Mantle may be the one meeting me when, when, <laughs> whichever direction I go. I hope I go up, but there's no guarantee on me. I, I try my best, but... You know, I just keep sliding out into whatever base I'm running to. I think you're all right. It's pretty tough. Now, um, you kind of grew up in Smyrna. More or less. Yeah. I grew up in Ohio, but I spent all my summers for the most part. Well, we don't want people to know that you're a Yankee. Well, I'll probably have to take, I'll have to redo my, my, all my things that I've got already got said hey, i mean i am a, i don't i won't owe a dime when, hey i am a member of the sons of confederate veterans so oh are you they won't let a northerner in that you have to have southern blood that fought for the confederacy so how did you make it can i still say that on the radio yeah <laughs> you can say anything you want to on this show uh you know you, know, you got to be yourself i that's what gets me about a lot of the media things that go on yeah these people are not themselves. The, the, the only way that people know when you're being honest and w- when you're expressing your opinions and things like that. Sure. Uh, I, I don't see any of that in the media anymore. And, and, and I think it should be done. You can't let people cower you down to I don't even to, to be something you're not. It's just crazy. Hey, why is Dr. Seuss, why are they banning his books? Um, my guess is most of the people that are wanting it banned have never read anything, and they don't even understand the um, what what he's trying to give out to everybody. He, Doctor Seuss, is one of these guys that loved everyone. It right. didn't matter what the ethnic background was or anything like that. And he was reaching out to the kids. Uh, why in the world do they think that that something? Uh, that's meant to be fun and enjoyable uh, could be a negative thing. These people today, I hope they're listening, they're crazy. They're out of their minds. It's unbelievable. It's only going to get worse. 
Yeah. Well, let's hope it doesn't get much worse because they've already gone too far with everything that they're doing. You go and, back 60 years ago, you had Andy Griffith, and all was kind of married to an extent. Now it's yeah. just, I don't know. I still watch the Andy Griffith show, and I think it's one of the stations, I don't know, but it comes back to back to back to back for all the programs. Like TV land? Yeah, and I'll pick out the ones that I like. I, you know, most TVs now, you can select well ahead of, of the, the times that you'll be watching. And uh, I, I love the ones that there's some heart to it. And, and teaching to it. You know, a lot of oh, ways that the, the kids learned a lot right? Uh, as far as watching that. And uh, I love it. They could still learn today if they wanted to. I think they're too busy playing something on the computer or whatever. Probably video games, violence. Yeah. Now, you were telling me something that I I thoroughly agree with. Lou Gehrig. You say that there's going to start honoring him with a Lou Gehrig Day. June 2nd. And I assume June 2nd because I think he died June 2nd in 1941. So it's 80-year anniversary. But I just saw it on the way here and didn't really investigate too much into it. Yeah, I I, I sure want to watch that because he was one of my heroes when I was growing up. Of course, he died before... I was born uh, just a few, a uh, couple of months. But watching the real film, not not the way he was uh, played in the movies, but watching the real film of him giving his last address at Yankee Stadium, uh, it, it just overwhelms me even now because there's a man who stood tall no matter where it was playing the game of baseball or just in life uh it, it, he is, his he had a great wife that took care of him. She did, which was a major part of him being able to uh, extend that terrible disease even longer. I wish he had had children. Yeah, but they never had children. No, I mean just to have that legacy continue. He was one of the. He was a pure baseball player, he was. and he played the game right. You never heard anything negative about him, and. Uh, he was built, I mean, muscular. Yeah, he's I very saw a strong. The other day, and it was just like a bodybuilder. I think he came from German heritage. I believe that's he did. right. And uh, his mom and dad got to watch him play. But uh, the the people in New York, a lot of times, they will uh, like the negative players that uh, you know make a bigger impact in a negative way. But something about Lou Gehrig, they just absolutely loved him. And there, he had that, uh, 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 he was there longer, played longer than anybody had up until the time that he got his disease. And he couldn't even hardly swing a bat during that part. Because, and, and of course, they named his reaction the, the, time was. They named that disease after him. Yeah. Sad disease. Catfish Hunter had the same disease. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know if you knew. You that. watch. You're almost watching people. They're just dying every day. It just it starts taking over your whole body, and pretty soon you're gone. Soon we'll all be dead, right? Yeah. <laughs>
Well, you hope I will. Then yeah. you'll, you, well, you've already got the money, so. <laughs> Last year was crazy, though, with all the Hall of Fame players dying. Yeah. I think there were like eight. Now, are y'all going to, uh, get back to the business, are y'all going to change anything as you go on? Are, what really determines how you're going to conduct all your ceremonies? You mean... When, when you're having a normal, normal like when uh, you have the funeral all set up and all the arrangements and all the things that will be going on, what if it's somebody like me that's prepaid everything mm -hmm. and Sometimes then and then changes. you're hit with some kind of craziness like it's been going on? Oh, I mean, if there's a service that you paid for and you're not going to use it at your time of death, uh your next of kin's refunded that money. We have a lot of people that prepay for like a full burial, meaning visitation one night, service the next day. Yeah. And then when the individual passes away, the family's just like, you know, it's going to be easier if we just do this in one day. So we'll give them the money back for the visitation. Yeah. And I'd say in the last 16 years I've been at the funeral home, you know, cremation is going up, but a lot of people are either A, having a traditional visitation and funeral and then mm -hmm. cremating afterward or they're cremating and having a visitation with a celebration of life slash memorial service. So, you know, those kinds of services are increasing. But mm -hmm. as far as traditional funerals, a lot of people, like I said, are just doing it all in one day instead of, you know, the night before. What is the reasons other than financial for cremations? You know, one thing about cremation that I kind of like that, you know, I talk to a lot of families about is people aren't prepared for death. So if, you know, someone's mom passes away and it's kind of unexpected, they can do the cremation and they have plenty of time to think about, you know, a celebration of life and, you know, what they want to do with her ashes versus, you know, if mom passes away, she's embalmed and she's in a casket, you've got a certain amount of time you've got to do something before you can get her in the ground. So all right. what if if all this mess uh, kind of takes over, uh, what if you own a farm and you want to be buried on your farm? You can do it. Where would all of that take place as far as how you're going to do the ceremony? Because you really wouldn't control what went on uh, on that person's farm. No. We would just show up in the hearse and put them on the lowering device, and we'd have the people we used to open our graves open that grave for them, and they'd do the service and bury. We've done it several times. It's not too common, but there are people that have property, and I think they had to go to the county court clerk's office and declare a cemetery on their properties all. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know some people now that are friends of mine that are thinking about maybe having their uh, ceremonies done on their farm. It devalues your property, and you have to have a road access to the cemetery. Yeah, those are the two. You know. Yeah, I've I've known some that were that way. Qualifications, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know, that's pretty neat, though, when you think about it. Oh, it if you're is. planning on having uh, that farm, that property stay in your family. There's probably a lot of cemeteries on people's property who died in the 1800s 
probably early 1900s, and they just didn't have stones, but they were buried there, and, you know, records are lost. I mean, if you look at a cemetery book, I forget how many cemeteries are in Rutherford County. There's a lot. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, you've got three main ones, Mapleview, Roselawn, and Evergreen, and Coleman Cemetery going out, you know, Old Woodbury Highway. But besides those, you've got the smaller ones. Then you've got even smaller ones. And you've got some, like there's one in Smyrna right there behind uh, our funeral home. Yeah. I think it's Mitchell Cemetery. And it's like a small family, yeah. probably six or seven people, but it's in the middle of a neighborhood. Yeah, of course, the, the, the one is, I think you said Maple Street in Smyrna. Maple View. Yeah, Maple View. That's a very popular one with people who have uh, deep roots in, in uh, Smyrna. It is. I call it one of Smyrna's best-kept secrets. <laughs> but I have attended a number of uh, funerals there, and uh, um, it's amazing how close the people in Smyrna uh, still are after they all are. these years. Some of them go to Roselawn, which I just kind of always think it's kind of funny because you got Murfreesboro and Smyrna kind of coming together, Yeah, you know, at Roselawn more or less. Poor Laverne doesn't even have a cemetery. At all? Nope. There's some small ones. Yeah, I was thinking The Fergus family has a cemetery, but it's 15 graves maybe on Fergus Road. Huh. But, yeah, there's there's no cemetery. So I guess the majority of that population go to Nashville to, like, Woodlawn. Of course, some of them, the old Laverne people, go to Mapleview and Smyrna. Yeah. Before 1988, you know, Laverne and Smyrna shared the same high school. Do you think it's a good thing uh, for families, say, in a, a, a regular uh, uh, funeral place? Uh, is it a good thing to have uh, your pl- uh, plots already paid for and ready? Because uh, we're running out of space in a lot of areas. And uh, will these particular uh, cemeteries... Will they they stay? Will they stay uh, functional? You might say, and and how are these cemeteries controlled? The, the main cemeteries will, of course. Yeah. Roselawn's controlled by a corporation, SCI, out of Texas. Yeah. Evergreen's a private municipality, so they've got money saved up just for, for perpetual care. Yeah. Smyrna's strictly by the city, so the city's going to always you know take care of Maple View once it's full. It's probably, like I said, 85% full right now. But then when you get outside that, I mean, Coleman, they have their own perpetual care. But then all these other places, you know, a lot of them, eventually, no one's there to take care of them. So they overgrown, you know, they're overgrown and everything like that. So the caretaker on the property, you know, they typically go out there and, you know, try and make it look nice. Some of them get overgrown and lost to time, though. But the three that you said are the main ones. The three main ones. Uh they will probably be taken care of forever unless something crazy happens. And, I mean, Mapleview, the city of Smyrna, does a great job. They contract out to a company who, you know, mows it and stuff. But mm-hmm. they do a great job as far as taking care of it. Oh, they really do. But Maple it's Cemetery. almost hidden over there. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. But uh, And it's it's, a, it, it's an easy cemetery to go in and and visit your loved ones and things like that. It is. I know at one time the graves in there were like $125, and now the city, they were having some people 
come in from Nashville buying graves. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, but it's a, you know, the tax dollars for Smyrna takes care of the cemetery. Yeah. So they actually went in there, and if you live in Smyrna, it's 12, I think it's 1250. If you live outside the city limits of Smyrna, it's 1795 a grave now. Mm. So it's gone up a little bit. Roseline, they're, I think they're 2500 or $3,000 for a grave. Yeah. Corporation. And then Evergreen, I think they're I think they I think they just went up. Maybe they're like eighteen hundred dollars now. Yeah. And then they have some graves there that are like eleven hundred dollars. Ooh, I saved some money prepaying mine. See? You did. And a lot of people I know up in Smyrna, like, you know, my great grandparents and stuff, they went and bought, you know, five or six graves and paid, you know, a hundred and twenty five each back in the nineteen eighties probably. You're kind of taking a chance, though. When you buy five or six, and then maybe only you and your wife or wife and husband, however they do it, um, I know that my mom and dad bought a number, and, and I think it happened when my brother Russell was killed. And uh, mom and dad, they... What year was that? Um, well, he was 18 years old. Let's see. Back now, in the early 60s? Huh? Early 60s? Uh, he was, no, he was, uh, let's see. Wrong commercial. He's, did you hear, did, did you hear, it? I can't hear a thing. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. No, but, uh. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro. Our residents say the chefs at Adams Place run the area's best restaurant. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Adams Place Residential Living Director Terry Deal. Offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 11- to noon right here on news radio wgns hey bargain hunters listen up this is rodney french from french's shoes and boots if bargain prizes is what you want come to french's and shop our everyday bargain racks these shoes and boots are out of the boxes and are always 50 to 90 percent off the regular retail prices shoe brands like Colhan, joseph seibel clark's nike and more boot brands like justin ariat corral chippewa dan post and many more out of the box but 50 to 90 percent off every day that's french's shoes and boots french's shoes and boots 1837 south church street in murfreesville hey gentlemen Start your new year off right, prioritizing your health with a quick and easy health assessment at Low T Center. They exclusively specialize in men's wellness and follow strict medical guidelines for your health and safety. They are one of the leading men's medical providers in the country. 
Low T Center has reinvented the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone. It starts with an annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment so that you'll know all of the numbers that are important to your health. If you've been feeling tired, grumpy, noticed weight gain, and a loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center can determine the cause and help. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Book your annual wellness exam today at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. On Murfreesboro Tradition. 1920 East Main. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic now helping in the COVID-19 pandemic by offering vaccines. Currently, MMC has a Moderna vaccine to administer to eligible patients and community members. Everybody receiving a vaccine must meet the current guidelines and be in either Phase 1A, 1A2, or 1B, as defined by the state of Tennessee. March is Keep Tennessee Beautiful Month. The 15-year-old event encourages Tennesseans to go outside and exercise while picking up trash. The event has been given the name Trasher Size. It originated in Leaper's Fork. If you're beginning yard cleanup on your property as part of Keep Tennessee Beautiful Month, the Tennessee Department of Agriculture's Division of Forestry is reminding you that if you plan to burn outdoors, a free burn permit is required through May 15th. More info at burnsafetn.org. A man has surrendered to officials after a six-hour-long standoff in Rutherford County Wednesday. Rutherford County Sheriff's Office said 60-year-old Mark Haynes reportedly shot at a relative's tire on Bradyville Pike. When deputies responded to the shooting, Haynes refused to come outside. SWAT team members said Haynes was armed with two semi-automatic handguns and stayed inside a shed. Haynes eventually surrendered without incident. He was booked into the Rutherford County Adult Detention Center on aggravated assault charges. Property that was once home to General Electric on Northwest Broad at Van Cleve could soon be incorporated into the Stone River Battlefield. Through a real estate transaction, the American Battlefield Trust closed on the 42-acre site a couple of months ago. Gib Backland, who retired from the National Park Service, most recently working on the Stones River Battlefield, he told News Radio WGNS a real estate transaction was a lengthy process. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Hi, guys. This is Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Tennessee Titans. During these uncertain times, like you, I'm focused on keeping my family and myself safe and healthy. While many areas of our lives have been put on hold, health emergencies are still taking place. Don't wait to seek treatment for an emergency. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas Hospitals are open 24-7 and have strict safety precautions in place. I'm sharing this message with all of my Middle Tennessee neighbors. Don't wait to seek treatment for an emergency. Go straight to the ER. 
Whether you're a student, alumni, or just a fan, Raider Tees has exactly what you need to help you cheer on the Blue Raiders on game days and every moment in between. We sell officially licensed Blue Raider gear. Whether it's clothing, hats, flags, chairs, or just whatever, we have it all, including exclusive gear you won't find anywhere else. Like us on Facebook for updates on new Blue Raider gear and special prices or discounts. For all your Blue Raider gear, shop Raider Tees today. Bigger, better, and go blue! Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Skies become mostly sunny here this afternoon with high in the mid-60s. Winds out of the northeast of 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear and a low near 35. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 41. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We're back, Thomas Booker, and we have a phone call. And I'm sure they're calling to talk to you, not me. <laughs> Caller, welcome aboard with Thomas Booker. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. It's Thomas' dad. I'm listening from Ohio. And I was going to make a couple of comments. One is Thomas always thought he should have been born in Tennessee. And he's brought it up to his mom several times that she should have traveled down to Tennessee and made sure that happened, but it didn't. So he's always been a Southerner at heart. Um, the other thing I was going to tell you is you ask a question about what was his tie back to the Sons of the Confederacy. Without going through all the iterations, it was my grandfather's grandfather was in Tennessee Calvary, and um, he's buried, Henry Payton buried in Columbia, Tennessee. I think Thomas has been to his grave. And uh, the reason we know this is you go to the Tennessee archives. Uh, his enlistment papers and his horse's enlistment papers are filed with the Tennessee, some part in the archives there. But the last thing I want to talk about was you guys eventually get around to Mickey Mantle. And Thomas had a conversation not too long ago with a guy that I work with who... You won't believe it, but Mickey Mantle used to drive him to school every day. And I'll you hear Thomas that, Truman? That I'm having a little trouble. Oh, he, dad, hold on. He can barely hear you. No, my dad's friend, uh-huh. Mickey Mantle, used to drive him to school Oh, in the 1960s. Oh, my goodness. Mickey Mantle so, was the best baseball player that ever lived, I think, as far as overall ability. And Thomas, which baseball was it that Mickey Mantle flipped to him one day and said, "Here, you guys can have it." And uh, they it was actually, the, actually hey, it. yeah, it was the baseball that uh, broke Lou Gehrig's uh, what was it, 494th home run? Because Lou Gehrig had hit 493 as mm-hmm. a member of 
the Yankees. Yeah. Well, when Mickey hit 494, the fan gave Mickey the baseball, and Mickey gave it to the fella that. Is that right? That's right. And then he played with it with him and his buddies, and then later on he put it up and. As he got older, they realized this baseball might be worth something, and they had it authenticated, and you could barely still see his signature on there. But uh, oh, that's pretty anyways, special. Anyway, during the off season, during the off season, uh, Mickey had a pretty high profile life, and his baseball salary didn't carry him through the season. Now this is his younger years, and. Uh, so Doug's dad was a big businessman down in South Texas and actually owned uh, the Mickey Mantle restaurant that was in business for a while. Mm-hmm. Country and, cooking. Uh, country cooking, which Thomas has a plate from that place. But anyway, he hired him to give him extra money through the off season. And uh, one of his jobs was to drive Doug to school and back every day. And the first day he drove him up, Doug wasn't a baseball fan and didn't really know who it was. And as he got out of the car, his buddies saw who was driving him, and they all ran over there. And they said, that's Mickey Mantle. And he goes, yeah, he drives me to school every day. He works for my dad. (laughs) Then his buddies started explaining to him who Mickey Mantle was. So Mickey would start coming to pick Doug up early, and he would throw the ball a little bit with Doug's classmates before they would drive him home that's a good show that's and a tell great story yeah. yeah hey tell truman what happened with mickey Mantle and aunt reggie oh that one was uh that wasn't so good mickey Mantle, my middle sister reggie they were at, when nashville used to have the golf tournament up uh what at percy warner park and uh, Mickey Mantle was there one year, and he tried to pick my sister up, who was married at the time. <laughs> and my dad didn't care too much for that. <laughs> I think there was some. I think there was some words said about that. But anyway, he was a I little bit of a rounder. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, a lot. <laughs> Listening to the stories that Doug told, uh, and Thomas and I were on with Doug the other day, and Doug went into depth more on. You know Mickey Mantle, and anyway, I just wanted to bring that up, and uh, anyway, check in and tell Thomas I've been listening to him here. So, always enjoy well, I'm glad the show. I knew enjoy eventually it. you guys would get around to Mickey Mantle, so I thought I'd bring that up in case he did. Hey, if we don't talk about Truman, or if we don't talk about Mickey Mantle, it's not a Truman show, right? That's right. Uh, that's pretty much right. Yeah, but I have enjoyed <laughs> you talk about Woodfins and. And all that—that's pretty interesting stuff too. And you know, yes, here in Ohio, a friend of ours who likes to drive in jeeps out and look at cemeteries—if you put a cemetery on your property, you have to provide road access, like Thomas said. But it has to be open to anybody who wants to go to that cemetery. So yeah, there's see, I wouldn't few, want that. Yeah, ins and outs. On yeah. That. But anyway, I'll let you guys get back to it and. Uh, Enjoyed talking to you. All right. Enjoyed listening to you. Thanks for sharing. I really appreciate that. Talk to you soon. I see you. That's where you get some of your ability to 
You can talk about anything. I get my ability to talk about anything from, well, both my parents. Yeah. My dad about anything and my mom just the ability to talk. Yeah. But you, uh, I can tell he likes people. He, uh, there's some people that are social and somebody like him, I don't see how he can get through this virus crap. Of course, you know, I, I'm going to do what I feel like I want to do. But, you, and, and people and some people are not are not happy with you, and I understand that also. Yeah. But each person has to make his own decisions. He really does. You're right about that. I think just as long as you're not dumb, all's well. There's some people that are just really stupid about how they carry themselves. Yeah. Well, you know, you reap what you sow. Well. It, 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 this is a, a time that I have never seen before. Right. And if if you uh, something that's not a mathematical certainty, and you try to control people with something like that, it, it, it really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. No. And and it's been proven that the mental effect of this disease is worse than the disease itself. And that that's something that when it when it controls everybody's social life and how they do things and all that other stuff, uh, you, you might as well be living in a communist country as far as I'm concerned. You're right. I feel sorry for all the old people that, you know, their loved ones can't even come visit them. And that's one thing we hear a lot about, you know, at, at work when we have an individual who passes away and the family comes in and just says, you know, I hadn't seen my mom in three or four months or, you know, we were limited to guests coming in to see her or had to look through, look at her through a window. I hope it doesn't be a continuation of madness like it has been. And people like you that are young, my kids and grandkids that are young, I hope it doesn't carry on to the point that it changes their future and and all the things that they'll be doing because uh, from what I'm seeing right now I I don't see any way that they want to give that up right I mean Fauci he's he's got his he's already got his 15 minutes of fame let him let him go on to what he was doing beforehand <laughs> uh, uh, and I've, I've I've talked to doctors around here and the herd mentality was not a bad thing now some people. Uh, who had uh, a lot of the people, as you know, that have passed away because of the virus really didn't. They had really bad medical problems oh, yeah. beforehand. Stage 4 cancer, but they die of COVID. No, yeah. Like, come on, give me a break. Yeah, and, and a lot of it is passed on. And, and uh, I, I would love to follow the monies and see where all that monies goes as as things go on with this virus in, yeah. in in the medical industry and all this other things, there's always other issues, whether it be political or whatever, sure. that may be involved in these things. And uh, this is America. I mean, this is a democracy. We have freedoms here. And when it starts affecting those um, in a way that they're saying temporary right now, we don't know how far those things are carried on. Look at all the businesses that are suffering now, and and the friendships that people have that they're no longer together anymore. My opinion is, though, is if this thing was as serious as 
they were saying at one time. Yeah. Certain businesses should not be open, period. Restaurants should not be open. If it's that serious, you don't go to a restaurant. Oh, since you mentioned restaurant, uh-huh. today is Lisa Greer's birthday. And all those that are friends of her knows her. She she is uh, one of the owners, uh, she and her mom, uh, of uh, Sylvan Park Restaurant on Broad Street. So great place to go. It is a great place. I and they're her. so friendly. Sure and she's better. the one that has that great big smile on her face and uh, a great little hairdo and all that stuff. And, and she's the one that her smile greets you as soon as you walk through the I door. I hope she has a happy birthday. Yes, yes. But... Not taking away from her, but if it was that serious, you wouldn't go to a restaurant, right? Uh, see, if if, if it didn't, it if I didn't affect somebody else, I could care less. Right. I'm at that time in my life. Each day is important to me. <laughs> and when you start you're giving up old. those days, you're retired. That's, but you're not old. Well, I'm not, I'm certainly not young. I take care but, of myself. But but I enjoy each day is a blessing for me. Sure. And whether I'm uh, get sick or whatever, I want to live that day, and, and I'm not going to have anybody interrupt my day for me. <laughs> and and it's, beat it's you to your own drum, right? I, I mean, it, it, I can't let anybody um, start throwing me in a foxhole. If there's nobody up there bombing me and shooting right. at me. And each one of us has to live our lives the way we feel like it needs to be lived. I agree. And uh, I, I, just, I just can't see anybody throwing a, uh, a rock at me or, or whatever because I do something that they don't agree with. Do you take care of yourself, though? I mean, do you exercise? Or? You know I do. Yeah. yeah. I thought you did, but I wasn't 100%. Yeah. I'll put in... A hard workout every day. Do you really? Yeah. Where yeah. do you go? The Mac. The Mac. Yeah. Okay. And uh, when I, like I go the over Mac. there, I, I know, you know, something can go wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, when you get a certain age, there are always something that go wrong with you. But uh, you I'm not a- really taking a chance. I'm doing what I want to do. Do you wear a mask in there or no? No. Does anybody else? Most people don't. I, I wouldn't think they would. I mean, we go to. I mean, how can you work out and and have something hindering your breathing I process? I can't. I'm not going to. Yeah. And when I walk in there and see one person wearing a mask and you know, thirty or thirty five others not. You're not going to wear a mask. Well, yeah. Especially if I'm jogging or something. Well, because those people are healthy. My gosh, when you put our two hours of cardio. And you're going as hard as you could go. Uh, Covered in sweat and everything else. Yeah. But I, like me, I had the virus. And didn't even know I had the virus until they tested me. Didn't ha- didn't really have anything that showed that I, I had the virus. And then when they quarantined me, it liked to have driven me crazy. Oh, yeah. I would go out and walk where people weren't and... Uh, uh, I would even turn my head and cough away from the school. I was outside. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it's. See, uh, I, I think I probably had it, but you did know, you get the I, test? No. Oh my! You. But I'm, I'm saying I think I probably had it, but just didn't know it. I mean, yeah, but, I think know. I think most people 
I that, was very that didn't take for the test. I'd say most of them had probably had it, and and maybe they thought they had sinus trouble or something like that that would uh, uh, kind of relate to some of the symptoms at sure. the time. Well, knock on wood, I've been at Woodfin Chapel 16 years, and I think I've taken three three times where I was sick in those 16 years, and one time it was bad. The other two, I mean. Whatever I had was gone within the day, and I was back mm-hmm. at work the next day. But I think being around all the people I'm around, I mean, it's just it's bound to happen. Uh, who takes Bubba's place sitting and talking and doing all the historical backgrounds of each person that they're taking care of there? If if I meet the family, I mean, I, I, I see Mr. Whitman in myself as far as kind of how I carry along and, you know, talk to people and stuff. Mm-hmm. How's but Miss Kay doing? She's doing good. She's hanging in. She's such a sweet lady. I went by and saw her about two weeks ago. Yeah. And, of course, you know, two weeks ago it was 18 degrees here. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, it's limited. amazing how the, the personalities of people who have owned funeral homes for years, you know, uh, you guys, the Woodfins and, and the heirs, is I know, have, have always been they're fun. I mean, you go in, and they try to make you feel comfortable w- when you go in and, and have the services and things like that. And I'm I'm sure I'm at that age where a lot of my friends have gone on. And, but it's also a time where we, uh, maybe classmates, um, we can, maybe it's the only time we get to see each other. <laughs> It's I mean, it, it's almost like when you have a... The a, new family reunion. Yeah. That's yeah. what I call it. Yeah. And, and and that's pretty special. I mean, it really is. Did you know Andre Dawson owns a funeral home in Florida? No. He sure does. I thought about calling and talking to him. Are you trying to get some uh, ideas on If we have a run death call in Miami, I might call Andre and say, hey, can you uh, pick this person up and bomb and ship to me? Yeah. See if he does it. I'm sure he would. I don't know how often he's actually in there, but I saw that he bought a funeral home, and he's a licensed funeral director in Florida. Is well, the funeral uh, business is it, it started to change already? How far do you have to look ahead? As far as you're still a young fella, and, sure, and, and you you'll Probably. be in the business a long time. But like the cremation, I never thought cremation would be able to rise as far as it's risen right here in the state of Tennessee. I never thought I would see that because uh, we're, we're, um, we, we follow the guidelines of our uh, families in the past. And there's something special. Like when I go to uh, Gatlinburg, I always go up to that place where they've got the grave sites that are in the 1700s and, and all of those. Uh, I think it's it's a way to remember people and think about history. Sure. But uh, I, I, I'm one of these people that are very strong in remembering all of those that went before us. It's probably one bad thing about cremation because a lot of people that do cremate spread the ashes. Mm-hmm. And there's no, we call it cenograph. They'll throw them in the ocean, a oh, lot of them. You have that. Yeah. But there's no memorialization to remember them, Yeah, you know, 100 years from now. 
versus going to the cemetery and having a headstone. At least, you know, Miss Jackie, for instance, is going to be remembered 100 years from now because the headstone there at Evergreen has her name on it. But people that are cremated and there's nothing done with, you know, their ashes as far as buried or cenograph, they're almost forgotten about. Yeah. You know, 100 years from now. Because where are you going to go to pay respects or have a place to, you know, read about them? Let's look at another area since we're talking about funerals. When you uh, have a uh, person of of interest that passes, and, uh, of course, that, that would be everybody, anybody, that, especially if you've got deep roots in the county. Sure. And you have the procession going toward the gravesite. If you're in Smyrna, Murfreesboro doesn't do processions anymore. Rough County does. Sheriff's Department. On a limited basis. Don't tell me that they're not doing it because that would really infuriate me. I won't tell you. Because I remember when Roger Haley, bless his heart, he just passed away recently, he called me and said, Truman, I need to talk to you. And I said, okay. Uh he said the city is thinking about not doing processions anymore. And I said, why? And they said that it, it has too many um, chances that you can be sued if an accident happens. And uh, they, they had learned that at one of the, uh, uh, I, I think it was over in East Tennessee, that they had found out there had been a number of lawsuits for that particular area. Uh, and I said, well, we do that in honor of a person that has been here and the family, and there's no other place that I know of where if you go down a four-lane highway and it's it's separated in the medium, right? and people on both sides will stop their cars, get out, and put their hands on their hearts. Mm -hmm. There's no other place. And what they're doing is they're honoring that person that has passed on, but they're doing it for the families. And it really, I have found out, it makes a huge difference in how they feel. And a lot of them, they'll swell with pride just knowing that people really care about their family. Going to that extreme. Yeah. And... Roger asked me, how do you feel about it? And I said, we're going to keep doing it no matter what they do, but it's going to hurt us because it's going to uh, interfere with our daily, day-to-day operations. But we're going to do it uh, simply because we feel like that that family has earned that type of respect. So we never we never turned anybody down, of course. And we would, uh, if, if something happened, we would turn some people loose. And and uh, they would do the funeral. Now, of course, the city did it really well back they in the, those old days because they did what we call leapfrogging. Of course, you got to go through. Sure. Of course, right now with all the traffic lights that they got in Smyrna, it makes it a whole lot more difficult to do it. But uh, I remember uh, one of our leading citizens in the county. I was speaking at a, a prayer group. One in the city one time, and uh, after I got through, he held his hand up. He said, I need to ask you something. I was on my way to uh, uh, my place that 
he was running a major place. And he said, I couldn't get around anybody because you had both, uh, both lanes blocked. And uh, I explained it to him why we do that, and we don't want to interfere with the funeral procession. I think it's one of the rudest things that you can do to interfere with a with they, one of those processions. They, they and everybody stood up and, and applauded because sure. that's the way ever most people feel about that. So anyway, we went to. Uh, he asked me to be there at the meeting, and I did, and I explained my uh, view and what we continue to do. And uh, Roger said, well, well, we'll keep doing it then. And Roger understood, being a, a, a local boy here, that uh, it really has a major impact on the community itself. When you see that much love being sure. handed out, if, you, if, you, if it turns into being commercialized, it's not the same, as you know. Right. Uh, they're not going. Uh, people are not going to get out of their cars and stop if you've got somebody that you're having to pay to do that. It, it, it's not the same thing as like our local people making sure that this person is given the respect that they deserve. You, you would think somebody serving in an elected position would really be behind it, though, if it's for the people. Yeah, well, I mean that's how you get votes. Yeah, or well, that's how you got votes back in the old day. Once, once <laughs> you get, uh, once you take those type of things away, the priorities, uh, you're as far as I'm concerned, you're degrading our community. Very you really so. are, and I and I'm not. I don't like it at all. I know the sheriff's department. They do try. Yeah, it's just they say they have a limited. You know amount of cars they can send to us sometimes especially if there's calls and i understand that because i mean yeah. for county's big and a lot of people yeah we have well over 600 square uh, miles in in this uh in this county and the trouble with things in today's time is there's so many things going on at one time and the traffic is awful it is uh I, I didn't think murfreesboro would have the type of traffic that it would take you forever to get from one side to the other the only time it's really a problem for us is leaving the chapel in murfreesboro going to roselawn yeah and it's not a bad you know funeral procession because typically it's just northfield to broad street and you know there comes roselawn but yeah you know i think from murfreesboro funeral home or for jennings and Ayers, it's more of a quagmire having yeah. a, you know, come from that part of town to... But they're going to pass you, the cars are, if you don't have a... Uh, oh, they will. Uh, they don't care blue light. Mom. And I, do, I, 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 I can't see people being that discourteous. I really can't. They, they're not thinking when they do it, I guess. No. They say, from people I've talked to, like up in Ohio and other places, uh, they'll have a funeral procession, but no one stops. They yeah. just go about their business... Like it's nothing happening. Exactly. Can you imagine? And we hear that more from people that live out of state when they come here and see how it's done. And they see, for example, Smyrna going to Roselawn or Smyrna going to Mapleview. And you've got seven police cars and they're standing out with their hands over their heart. No one's moving in the opposite lane. Yeah. And I've seen a few Smyrna police officers pull someone over who did break through line and wrote them a ticket. And so, I mean, you know, they... Good for them. They stand their ground. Yeah. And I know Kevin gets a lot of compliments. 
by uh, supporting that. Kevin does a great job, doesn't he? He does. He's a, he, he, you know, he's a country boy. He comes from around Livingston, <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, he, he's special. That's Alvin C. York territory. Yeah. Pretty area, though. Well, it's not really Alvin. That's over close to uh, it's close. Uh, it? Dale Hollow Lake. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to go area. further north uh, to get over in that area. We're having to wrap up the show, and I'm just, we're just getting started. <laughs> we didn't even talk much baseball. No. That's not unusual we'll for us. And, and you've got on your Mets jacket, is that right? Yeah, 1988 New York Mets. Did they do something special that year? They lost to the Dodgers in the playoffs. Yeah. And then Kurt Gibson hit the home run, and the Dodgers won it all. You know, I can visualize Kurt Gibson now as he was rounding first base, giving that little punch as that what he had just done special. And he was injured in that game. Well, I was going to ask you. What's so special you think about that? The fact that he was injured or the fact who he hit it off of? I think it was him him being able to overcome uh, his injury for that one particular instant. And then he sparked them because they swept the World Series, I think, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. But that was a – I tell you what, it was a well-coached game. Oh, I I remember. You might have a commemorative patch here in the next year or two honoring the anniversary of it, like all the other teams want to honor anniversaries. Yeah. I think they put patches on uniforms to get more sales. Isn't it bad that money controls everything that's it done? Is. Baseball is a whole lot less than football and basketball. And, and, and baseball is still America's game. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing anybody not stand for the national anthem in baseball. I agree. Other sports you see it, but baseball is one that for yeah. the most part you don't see it. America's game. Maybe it's because they get paid more. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, money does it all. Thomas, thank you so much for being on. You're always a great guest. An honor to be here, buddy. Mr. Thomas Booker. And uh, I think that uh, – Anytime we have him on, a lot of people will turn you on, uh, Thomas, because it, no nobody call my dad from. Uh, oh. No, no, I'm not talking about your dad. I'm so happy that he called today, though. But uh, nobody from Minnesota or connections with Minnesota called. Hey, this I morning. could arrange that next time you have me on. All right, we can. Talk we'll to do that. I want to. I want to hear a call again. We can talk to a lot of people. Make sure the volume's up. All right. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. 